Hello and welcome to the first tax podcast of 2024. My name's Norman, Norman Allison. I'm a member of the Mercia uh, tax technical team. And I thought I would run through one or two of the interesting articles that have appeared in issue 115 of the agent update that was published just before Christmas. In fact, it was published on the 20th of, of December. But before I launch into that, of course, just a reminder, as I'm sure you heard during the Christmas break, that we are having the budget that's going to be on Wednesday the 6th of uh, March 2024. And of course, we'll be updating you um, post-budget uh, with technical summaries, of course, of the main provisions within within uh, the budget. But let's just focus uh, briefly on one or two of the articles that I had a look at this agent update. First of all, I noticed there was a little statement from the Revenue about off-payroll working rules, IR35, and an opportunity to actually pull settlements. Now, this actually goes back to the announcement that was made in the autumn statement. That was back on the 22nd of November 2023, that the government told us that they were going to introduce a change in policy that may well affect some of your clients, affecting organisations with an open compliance check as part and parcel of the reformed off-payroll off and working rules. Currently, of course, the, the position when the revenue currently find that a client has actually made a mistake, i.e. In, in applying the off-payroll working rules, what do they do? Well, they assess how much the deemed employer owes in income tax in that and national insurance contributions. But with effects from the 6th of April 24, the revenue will be able to take into account or in fact set off the taxes that that worker or indeed the intermediary will really paid against the amount that the deemed employer owned, owes. Now, this policy actually will be applicable to income tax and national insurance contributions that the revenue assess on or after the 6th of April 23 from off-payroll working errors in payments since the 6th of April 2017. But what this could mean potentially for some of your clients, some of your clients' organisations may well be able to pause the settlement of their open off-payroll working compliance checks until after the 6th of April 24. But the revenue make it very clear. They will only consider this pause if the compliance check has reached settlement and the organisation has acknowledged in writing an error in applying the off-payroll working rules, the deemed employer's gross liability, including any penalty, has been agreed, and the organisation gives the revenue the information that they need to work out a set-off, which will effectively be the name of the personal service company, the company registration number, and the worker's full name or national insurance number. So that may well be of interest for some of your clients applicable, as I say, as a result of these chain changes coming through. What else I noted as I ploughed through this agent update was a little article about digital or electronic signatures. And this is effectively revenue saying, confirming, that they can accept digital or electronic signatures on 648s, P87s, marriage allowance claims, and R40s. 
Now, they do go on to say that signatures signed on the screen of a digital service or displayed in a keyboard-type font, type font. Yes, it will be accepted for your P87 marriage allowance claims are 40, 64, 8, etc. But to be valid, very importantly, the taxpayer must have provided the signature themselves. Now, on top of that, they do emphasize that the electronic signatures would only be accepted for the types of claims that are talked about, the 648s, P87s, etc. Anything else, all other claims and paper tax returns may still will still require an original signature on them. So that's an, an interesting development, as I say, with these digital or electronic signatures moving forward. What else did I see? Well, little article in the agent bulletin there about directors' loan repayments using the loans to participators L2P forms. And what they basically said here is that due to recent gov.uk upgrades, yourself agents will be able to complete and submit forms L2P forms online using their agent services accounts. Historically, of course, previously, only companies could submit online through their government gateway accounts with agents and indeed others required to use the print and post um, applications. And they do conclude on this, that this new fully digital process is going to be quicker, is going to be more efficient, online submissions being sent directly to the correct person for review and process. So an interesting development there as well. Another article that I just saw, what I thought what I'd mentioned is about CGT, capital gains tax on UK property papers returns. Now, this goes back, of course, to this trial. You may well remember this um, paper version of the capital gains tax on UK property return with a company in notes, of course, being available to download on a trial basis. And that trial actually ran between the end of February 2023 and the end of September 23. And quite simply, what the revenue told us in relation to this is that following the results of that trial, they have confirmed that the CGT on UK property papers returns will now remain available on gov.uk. But they do emphasise that the forms do not replace the online service, and they are only intended to assist those who cannot report and pay the CGT using the on online and service. So again, an interesting development there. So that paper version of the of return is effectively available on online. One or two other final points I, I saw on this. Guidelines for compliance, and again, it's IR35 here, helping to comply with the reformed off-payroll working rules. And what the basic revenue have said here is that we published, we have published new guidelines for compliance, help to comply with the reformed off-payroll uh, work, working rules. And in effect, what they tell us in their guidelines is that these they set out practical steps for you and indeed your clients to follow. The guidelines would include, for example, best practice, and examples of good systems and processes 
which could be adapted for each particular organization. And they could help clients reduce the risk of actually making an error when determining a worker's status for tax um, purposes. Now, again, what the revenue concluding relation to this is that these guidelines are all part and parcel of the revenue's ongoing commitment to publishing practical guidance to support customers. In effect, saying, look, help better you understand what the revenue considers to be good practice and clarify their view in complex, widely misunderstood or new areas of the tax system. So do have a look at that, as I say, updated guidance as well. Final couple of points. I did notice there's an interesting development about stopping paperbacks repayment notifications for self-assessment. And in effect, what the revenue have said here is that they are changing how they let us, agents, yourselves and clients know that they've issued a self-assessment backs electronic repayment. There is no change, they emphasise, to the repayment process itself. So clients will still receive any monies owned to them through their bank account as per normal. But with effect, from the 7th of December 23, the revenue have confirmed that they will no longer send letters informing you or your client of a self-assessment repayment because they go on to say that these letters often arise after the repayment has actually been made, leading to some confusion and increased contact um, from, from um, customers. But they do emphasise again that they are making IT improvements to the digital notifications for self-assessment repayments in situations where customers have opted to receive an email rather than a letter, and that means they are temporarily pausing these digital notifications. They do conclude that customers will still receive repayments into their chosen bank account as per normal, and of course, you will be able to see any transactions in their online account and indeed the revenues app. And of course, as agents, you can review transactions, of course, on your client's behalf through the HMRC's online service for agents accounts. So brief, a little um, update there. As I say, that was taken from the issue 115 of the agent update uh, that was published just before Christmas, as I say, on the 20th of December, 2023. That's your first tax podcast for 2024. We will have numerous others, of course, including updates on the budget. But that's enough for me today. Enjoy the new year and best of luck to you all with the January self-assessment deadlines, of course. Thanks very much. Cheerio from me. Thank you for listening to the Mercia podcast. For more information on this topic, please visit mercia-group.com.